Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. What are your non-negotiables? What are those truths of Jesus, from Jesus, about Jesus and the Godhead, the Father and Holy Spirit, that are not up for discussion, debate, compromise, consensus. They are non-negotiable. And therefore, you live your life identified with Him as you identify with what He says as we continue to lean in to His voice as the lead voice in our lives. What are those things which are your non-negotiables? Take a listen today, and as always, I pray it will provoke you to go deeper with Him in your personal process of discipleship and ongoing development and maturity, and possibly to connect more with me. Thank you for being here with me on Tent Talk. Thank you for giving us a five-star rating and a review that helps to promote Tent Talk within the podcast world and uh, cause others to be able to see it and to click in and to hear and to uh, begin to take hold of this message. I need your help in getting Tent Talk out there as those who listen with me often and uh, want to get this message out. Uh, So thank you so very much for the review, for the rating, for putting it on your social media. Take the graphic and share it. Take a particular episode that spoke to you and pass it on in your sphere of influence and encourage others to come over to Tent Talk Podcast with Nancy McCrady. All right? I thank you so much for that. Talk to you soon. Can you tell me what your non-negotiables are? Do you understand when I say non-negotiables, things that are not up for compromise, they're not up for discussion, uh, they're not up for gathering other people's opinions, uh, you know, taking the consensus, the temperature in the room, and, and uh, you know, uh, just uh, wanting to, um, you know, constantly be in agreement with other people. Non-negotiables are the th- things that are not up for negotiation. They are absolutes. So I want to ask you again, what what are your non-negotiables when it comes to Jesus? To Jesus the Christ. The non-negotiables about what he says in his word and to you directly. You see, I have things that are non-negotiables. I don't need to take the temperature in the room. I do not need the agreement, the applause, or the attention of anybody else in the room uh, to know what I believe uh, that is determined now and defined by Jesus himself, by the Godhead, by Father, Son, Holy Spirit, by their written word, and then based upon their written word, their word, they speak directly to me, what he says to me. You know, in our previous episode, I talked about his being, his voice being the lead voice of our life. 
when he says on my count, one, two, three, uh, we move. Uh, But when it comes to my life, the sovereignty over my life, I am uh, one with him and I am held accountable to him is what he has spoken to me. I don't need the agreement of others. I'm not looking to be combative. Uh, I'm not talking about, you know, in such a way that I'm totally incapable of walking with other people. No, I'm talking about what he has spoken to me directly. I no longer let anything else sway me on those non-negotiables, no matter how um, high the winds blow, no matter how uh, strong uh, the earth moves. There are uh, truths uh, that are not up for discussion. And that doesn't mean I'm going to argue with you about them, and they're not open really for debate I don't go around trying to necessarily sway everyone to that. I certainly want to lead people to him. But when it comes to the non-negotiables, um, I don't need your agreement or to finally get you to agree with me so that I can you know, move forward. Um, I'm moving with him. There's a sovereignty over my life that I have responsibility for and an accountability to him, if you will. And so that which he speaks to me, then I'm able to to move forward in that. And again, that doesn't make me, you know, rebellious to every person around me. It simply means that I have a personal responsibility to respond to him and what he speaks to me. So that's kind of what I call the flagpole Uh, in the high winds is that no matter how uh, strong the winds blow, no matter how difficult circumstances are, no matter the pressure that I feel from within or without, uh, I'm hanging to the flagpole in the midst of the storm. He's my flagpole. And what he says, uh, it will stand the test of time. And This is why who Jesus is, see, truth is not just a concept, it's a person. Wisdom is uh, not what I've gotten from the latest guru on social media, it's a person. It, It is Jesus himself. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And so he is truth. It is It is very personal, if you will, between me and Jesus. And it's not just... You know, Jesus is a truth, or Jesus is fine, and, you know, Jesus wouldn't want to be, you know, too dogmatic about things. Well, really, if you read the scripture, I mean, he's quite dogmatic in the sense that he's not dogmatic in forcing people uh, to accept him, if you will. Uh, But he states the truth, he is the truth, and then he moves on. And so if you look at Jesus, and if I have his life in me, and I do, and I'm to live like him, I learn how to walk this out, is that, you know, he can speak the truth, and he continues on with the Father. He continues to move. He continues to go forward. I I don't need to stop and make sure everybody gets on board with me. I speak that truth. I live that truth. It affects how I, 
you know, handle my day-to-day conduct and business and how I walk and handle things. That's what it tells us, is that we walk and behave and conduct our business in newness of life. This is what it says in Romans 6. So there are going to be, uh, you know, and there are now, but it's going to be increasing, the velocity of life, uh, the wind's of controversies and crisis and emergency and all manner of things are going to be happening as we go forward. So you need to know what your non-negotiables are. If everything is just, let's just get along to get along, my friends, that's not going to work as we move and have our being in Him, with Him for His purposes. We have to know Him intimately, personally, His ways, and come into agreement with them, really, like deep down. And only He can bring you into agreement with Him. I'm not talking about just a mental assent. I'm talking about like, oh no, (laughs) I believe like my Father believes. I live like He lives. I'm learning daily. Uh, how to walk in that more and more. And when Jesus said, if you identify with me, those who love me will love you, and those who hate me will hate you, you need to write it down. There's going to be some hate (laughs) coming your way, but it's not personal. It's not a personal hate that And I don't stand around expecting that in the sense of, you know, I'm, I'm combative and defensive about it. It's just I understand this is a part of counting the cost to go with Jesus, to truly be one with him, to operate in the mind of Christ means I will think like him. So I must know his voice. And this Christianity thing is not just some, you know, This is, I choose the Christian philosophy of life. No, no. Jesus is the philosophy. Jesus is the doctrine. He's everything. That's why the Father said in the Scripture, you know, this is my son. Listen to him. And so that is the basis for that which becomes our non-negotiables is I stand with him. And whatever he says, this is this is how it will be. And I understand um, that there will be consequences and some fallout for that. Um, and okay. Because that's what it means to be with him. That's what it means to Stand with him as he stood with me and identified with me and all of my sin and all of the hell, everything. When he identified with sin-ridden, sin-soaked mankind and became one with us, if you will, he identified with us. He became sin who knew no sin. It says, Second uh, Corinthians five twenty one. he who knew no sin became Sin, so that we might become the righteousness of God, that we might be one with Him, right with Him, be like Him, identified with Him. 
So this this issue of the non-negotiables leads us into a deeper identification with him. Am I identified with him in all things, in, in his ways, in his truth, in his timings, uh, in his dealings with other people in my life? Will I identify with him in the lives of those that I love and of people that I don't even know as he speaks to me and says, don't, don't chase after them right now. I'm doing something. Stay with me. You know, this is how Jesus identified with the Father when his friends, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, were in quite a situation. It says that when Jesus heard uh, about Lazarus, that he remained where he was for two more days. He did not rush off. Though they were his friends, though he loved them, his love with and for the Father was number one. So for a couple of days, Mary and Martha were like, Really, Jesus? I don't think you're for us. Jesus, well, I am. I'm for you. Uh, but what makes me really for you and the best for you and the safest for you is that I'm first with the Father. You see, the Father wanted to reveal Jesus in a completely new dimension as life and resurrection. And so Jesus waited. This wasn't a a hard and fast formula. This was in that particular moment Jesus identified with the Father and what the Father's interests were. And he was about to reveal Jesus in a different way, at a different depth, for different purposes. And in that moment, Jesus identified with the Father. Trust me, Jesus understands totally and completely any command he gives you is the command he first himself embraced, imbibed as his own way of life in his oneness with the Father. That's why he doesn't hesitate to pass that on to us. He, he didn't resent uh, this way of life with the Father. Therefore, he does not uh, hesitate to pass it on to us. And so when Jesus ultimately uh, showed up and Mary and Martha uh, you know, made it clear to him <laughs> their thoughts about his identification with the Father, though they may not have realized that's what it was. And Jesus, you know, Jesus' weeping may have been more than just about his friend Lazarus being dead, because he knew he was about to come forth. Um, so, you see, the non-negotiable for Jesus is is that I just do what my Father is doing. I just say what my Father is saying. And how that affects my relationships with other people, I will let that unfold as it will. Because that's the non-negotiable for Jesus, therefore that's the non-negotiable for me. Is that the non-negotiable for you? This is not up for discussion. This is not up for debate. I'm not giving up God for anyone which is what makes me fit to be in relationship with other people. Because now I don't need to work you, scam you, use you, appease you, uh, please you uh, for my own equilibrium. All my need is met in Him. 
And therefore, now my love towards you is more real, more true, more steadfast, more certain than ever. I won't be using you for myself. And then trying to call it something good. So think about, I've just shared a couple of examples with you about non-negotiables. But my friends, you're going to need this flagpole. You're going to need these non-negotiables that I shall not be moved by these things. Non-negotiables mean I'm with him. I know him. He is enough for me. And I'm staying with him. And if that means you leave me or don't like me, I understand that. That doesn't make me bitter with you or offended with you because I understand. I understand what's at play. I understand what's really going on because I'm with him and he has spoken these things to me. He's talked me through these things. I've counted the cost and he is of such value and worth that the cost really come on. Like ultimately, ultimately, my friends, what are we really giving up is hell. (laughs) What am I really? Hell's way, hell's torture Hell's bondage, hell's authority. I'm not going to live enslaved, right, to hell's way. I'm going to give up hell. I don't count that what I give up ultimately, I'm not really giving up people. I just understand that they are free to choose what they will. And how they will walk with me or not walk with me. I understand that. So I'm not offended. I may be grieved (laughs) at the loss. I certainly may be grieved. But I understand. At least to the depth where I'm at right now. I understand there will be those who will not stay with me as I stay with him. There may be those who misunderstand. I've, I've been on that side and misunderstood others before. I get it. So I want you to think about this as we lean into his voice and what he says to you. What are your non-negotiables when it comes to the Godhead, to the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit? Don't just be some dogmatic Christian who has these creeds and beliefs as though they are separate from the person of God himself. Are you one with him? And are your non-negotiables more about you and him than about some belief about some particular topical sin? I'm against all sin because it is a separate way of living from my father. You see, I can't it can't do anything but find its way back to something about him. I'm not just against your behavior because it doesn't line up with my Christian beliefs. <laughs> that behavior is of another kingdom from my father. It's separate from my father. And as one who lived so deep in it in the good and the evil, you know, I, I I'm not looking at it as just you are such a misbehaving person. It's it's that you're continuing to live separate from him, and I'd like to see you reconciled to him. 
And then you would embrace his way of life, his way of living and behaving and thinking and everything, relating everything. So anyway, that's enough. I I just wanted to provoke your thinking on this, that there must be non-negotiables that have come out of the secret place with you and him. That will be your flagpole in the midst of winds of, of massive, massive things that are to come. We must be steadfast with him. Not just steadfast in our belief. Like, he's my belief. He's my doctrine. He's my philosophy. That's why we don't, um, we don't tangle ourselves up with vain philosophies and worldly philosophies. So, think about these things. I love you all. We'll talk soon. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady.com.